In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 7, where I'll ask the question, what was the role of priests? Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 7 says, Now the point in what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven, a minister in the holy places, in the true tent that the Lord set up, not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Thus it is necessary for this priest also to have something to offer. Now if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law. They serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. For when Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God saying, see that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown you on the mountain. But as it is, Christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old as the covenant he mediates is better. Since it is enacted on better promises, for if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no occasion to look for a second. When you read through the Bible, as I hope you're doing, the priests come up again and again. Especially when you're looking at Leviticus, when you're looking at Exodus, the priests are there. They're doing all sorts of things. They've got all kinds of responsibilities and jobs to do. And it's their job and their responsibility to minister before the Lord on behalf of the people of Israel. And as they do that, they are acting as intermediaries between the people of God and God himself. And what we find here in Hebrews is that the role that they played, particularly with the high priest, was to give us an indication of the work of Christ that he ultimately accomplishes and fulfills on the cross. So here are three thoughts from Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 7, answering the question, what was the role of priests? Thought number one, gifts and sacrifices. It was the role of the priests, and in particular the high priest, to offer up the gifts and sacrifices to the Lord. When these things were offered up, it was to present a pleasing aroma to the Lord, but also to offer sacrifice on behalf of the people of Israel so that their sins might be rolled back, that their sins might be atoned for, if just for a year until the next sacrifice takes place. You see, these gifts and sacrifices that are offered on behalf of the people of Israel emphasize the sinfulness of the people and the fact that they need to have this sin forgiven. These gifts and sacrifices that are offered by the priests give us our initial idea of what Christ is doing in his ultimate role as minister and priest. Thought number two, copy and shadow. The priests of the Old Testament are a copy and a shadow of the greater realities of what Christ accomplishes for us now as our everlasting high priest. They're a copy and a shadow because in the Old Testament, Moses was given all these specific instructions on how the worship of the Lord was to take place, how the tempt was to be set up. Later, the temple follows the same sorts of instructions. Why? is because it represents a greater reality of that which is accomplished by Jesus Christ. All of it is pointing forward to what Jesus Christ does and the role that he currently plays for us as the high priest sitting at the right hand of the Father. You see, we understand that the Old Testament 
provides us a bit of foreshadowing for what Jesus Christ comes into the world to complete and accomplish. Thought number three, better promises. The Old Covenant, all of these laws that we have been reading about as we've gone through the Pentateuch, all of these commands that are given to the people of Israel, particularly the sacrificial system, all of it is pointing to something greater that is going to take place. It's all built upon the promise that ultimately the son of Eve would crush the serpent's head. And this is what Jesus Christ has done. He has enacted a greater promise than the promise that was given to Israel because Israel has all these laws and rituals that they need to follow. All of it is reflecting the greater promises that Jesus completes and fulfills and grants to us by his ministry here on earth. You see, the covenant that we live under now, this covenant of grace, is a greater experience. It's a greater relationship with God than the people of Israel ever had. Look at the benefits that we have. We don't have an ongoing sacrificial system because our sins are atoned for once and for all. We have the permanent indwelling of the Spirit if we are a part of the people of God. These are far greater promises than those in the Old Testament experienced. And we have realized them because Christ has completed his work. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Hebrews chapters 8 through 10. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.